welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Okay, so we are on episode number 61. And here is the significance of that. That means 50 episodes ago, we talked about a little concept called Eat That Frog. That was 25 weeks ago, and a lot of stuff has been put out since then. But I have to tell you, far and away, I get more comments, interaction, and feedback on the concept of Eat That Frog than anything else we've discussed. I don't know what it is, it's visual, it's weird, it's gross, but it's also easy to remember and it connects with something we need every single day. Every one of us has a list of things that need to get done that we just don't want to do. And this idea of taking it one day at a time, writing down one frog per day, and going at it as early as possible is something that pretty much everyone can connect with. What we're going to do today is revisit that. The episode title is Let's Talk Frogs. So we're going to go back and look at some of the concepts behind that. I want to talk to you a little bit about how the journaling has helped, but more specifically, I want to give you real-life examples of how I've been working through the eating of the frogs and how it has benefited my marriage and other relationships And hopefully it will encourage you to keep going. Or if you have not engaged in the daily frog eating, maybe it'll get you started. I'm just here to tell you, I've been doing it for at least 25 weeks and the benefits are there. I still write down a frog every single morning. You might wonder, what do you do when you run out of frogs? We're going to talk about that today. If you're married, no problem. Just look at your wife and say, do you have a frog for me to eat today? And there you go. We'll talk a little bit about the benefit of that. So let me first give you a little bit of background on this. I won't restate all the stuff from episode 11, so you're welcome to go check that out. Or if you've heard that, this will not be a direct repeat. But if you don't remember that or you haven't gotten to it yet, here's just a brief synopsis of what we're saying. So Mark Twain, famous American author of the late 19th century, once said this, If the first thing you do each morning is to eat a live frog, you can go through the day with the satisfaction of knowing that that is probably the worst thing that's going to happen to you all day long. Now, on the heels of that observation, and many years later, there's a fellow named Brian Tracy who wrote a book based on that concept, Eat That Frog. And what he says is, there are just annoying things that nobody wants to do. And unfortunately, what we do is we put them off. We put them in the afternoon, we push them to the next day, we don't want to do them. And so it may make for easier days for a while, but those things just mound up. You end up with a tub of frogs and nowhere to put them. Instead, he says, what if we did what Mark Twain suggested? What if we eat that frog as early in the day as possible? We do that thing that we don't want to do. Of all the things I've got planned to do today, this is probably the most annoying thing, but there are two positives about it. Number one, it's just one thing. 
It's one frog. It's not an entire five-course frog meal. It's just one. And by the way, that's a big mistake people make. They want to be all courageous and proactive, and they try to eat a popcorn bowl full of frogs. That won't work. The good news is it's just one. And the second piece of good news is if you have the courage or the drive to go ahead and do that early, if it's something you can get done before you start your workday or before you leave the house, go ahead and knock that out. It's probably the most annoying thing you'll do all day, but you did it. Now you can go out and enjoy the rest of the day and do things that won't feel that taxing by comparison. Now then, that's a really easy concept to describe. I'm sure no one is confused by that. The question is, what does that look like in real life and how do you do it? Well, for me, journaling has been a key. In other words, I need to write that thing down. I need to sit there for a moment and think about, okay, what is something I have to do? Can I do it today? And will I do it as early as possible? If I find something that meets that criteria, as part of the one great hour in the morning, there's a little section on the Excel Still More journal right there on the right side. Eat that frog. I write the thing down. And I put a little circle beside it. Actually, a pretty good size circle because I really love box checking. I don't know why. I just really enjoy that. So I go and I do the thing and then I get to put a big check in that circle and the frog is eaten. So for me, writing it down is really key. You may be someone who can just determine something and say, that's the thing I'm going to choke down and then the rest of the day is going to be cake and just carry it out. But I like to have a record. I will also encourage you to do that. It doesn't have to be in the ESM journal, just somewhere. Have a frog book or something so that you can look back later and you're going to feel really good about yourself when you realize you've got a lot less to do, a lot less stress, because you've been knocking out those pesky little things all along the way. So when I first started with this, it was quite a while ago, early February, I think, it was really easy to list something every day because I'd been putting off stuff. I mean, get the oil changed. I've got three vehicles now with the, the daughter, the wife, and myself. Get the oil changed. Well, that was three frogs right there. There was some registration stuff for the vehicle. There were some car washing and vacuuming. I had like 10 things that just related to my vehicles. Then there were some emails that needed to be responded to some information that needed to be researched and sent back to someone, and that was another half a dozen. And then there were things around the house, cleaning up the garage, changing out some exterior light bulbs, or a little touch-up paint that I'd been meaning to do since we moved in uh, four years ago, I think. So there I am with this full list of ideas, which, by the way, needed to be done long before I decided I was going to tackle them. I just ignored them. And then they started to mound up, and so I've got nine or ten car-related things. I don't want to think about that. Four or five house-related things. I'll get to that one day, one big Saturday. I'll blow a whole Saturday, and I'll knock out all of that. That doesn't sound very wise. It's not very wise, but it's what happens when you fill up the tub with frogs, and then one day you just got to sit there. And then there were the emails. And all of this had nothing to do with anything that my wife might want me to do or my children might need me to do or related directly to my work and some of the longer-term projects that just weren't getting done because I wasn't excited about doing them. So again, anybody can sit there and make a list of all of these frogs that need to be eaten and stare at the list 
get discouraged, and walk away. I did not do that. Instead, I sat down on that first day and I just wrote down one thing. I feel like that first day was something like get the registration and inspection done on my truck or something like that, and I carried it out. Checked that box or that circle. Felt pretty good. The next day, I think I wrote down something about my daughter's car. The next day, the touch-up paint, etc., and started working through it. You say, man, Chris, that's going to take a while. Yeah, it did. That initial influx of hopping frogs probably took a month. But guess what happened by the end of the month? Every one of those things was done. I've got the record right here. I could show it to you. Knocked them all out. And it really wasn't that stressful because I just did it one per day as early in the day as possible. So if you have not yet picked up on this concept, I encourage you to do so. Because look, whether you're a fan of the ESM stuff we're doing or you care about the frog imagery or whatever, you still have annoying things that need to be done that you will either not do or wait a long time, get stressed out about and try to do or be methodical and appropriate and daily engaged and knock it out in a stress-free way. Option three, just telling you, it's the way to go. It reminds me a bit of Ephesians chapter 5, when the Bible talks about, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. The thing about eating that frog one per day is that it really didn't take up that much time. It didn't ruin a day. It didn't distract from other things I wanted to do. I felt like I was making the most of the day and also taking care of my responsibilities. In fact, before too long, I kind of felt foolish about the way I used to do things. In fact, the very next verse says, Then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Now, in that text, ultimately, it's about being more godly and being more focused on godly things and using your time better in the service of the Lord. And you think, that has nothing to do with taking care of the garage. Well, let me talk to you a little bit about that. How many times do daily stressors, needed activities, responsibilities mound up until they completely tank a day because you have to do three or four of them that you put off or they completely overrun a Saturday and ruin all of the energy you had for other things, and on those days you do nothing for God. It's just three meals of frogs today. Can I just tell you how awesome it is not to live like that anymore? One of the things that happened by being wiser with time and knocking out one thing a day is that every day has room for God. I don't have 10 tedious things to do today. I did those things over the last 10 days. And in each one of those days, there was time for Bible reading and prayer. There was time for a daily spiritual highlight or to do something for someone else. So I don't want you just thinking that the eat that frog concept is just a better way to get things done in your life. A major benefit is that it frees you up mentally and in terms of stress every day to do the things that matter more, that matter most and to enjoy those things, knowing that you got the annoying thing out of the way. Now, here's something else kind of cool that happened. I would say I was about two months in, maybe, 
when I started sitting down, and some of you are not going to believe this is possible, but it is, I sat down on a Monday morning and I got to the section, eat that frog. I'd already scheduled out the day on the journal in the section above it, and I could not think of anything. There was nothing that I could remember or note that needed to be done. Can you believe it? I mean, sure, there were still daily responsibilities. It's not like I could just take the day off on living my life. But I couldn't think of anything annoying, anything nagging, anything hopping around that needed to be eradicated. And I was just about to move to the next section when my wife walked in. She sat down with her coffee next to me, and I said, Hey, babe, I can't think of a frog today. That's kind of weird. Do you have one for me? And yeah, she did. She actually had a nice little list she'd been hanging on to, which was very kind of her not to throw at me all at once. And really, she understood the concept of this. So she said, you know what? Yeah, I've got one. And she gave it to me. And I wrote it down and I did it. And then for the next couple of days, I happened to have things that I knew I needed to do. You know, a lot of this stuff is recurring, like paying the bills every month or balancing the checkbook or maybe deciding to get a run in if I hadn't done one in a while and it became a frog. So I got back to some of those things. But from that point on, any morning when I couldn't think of something that I needed to knock out early, annoying, and necessary, I would just ask her. Wouldn't you know it? She's always got one on the plate, fork and knife right there, ready to go. And let me tell you something really cool about that. It makes her very happy. For me to look at her and say, you tell me something you need me to do, And I don't care how annoying it is, if it's important to you, I'll make it my one thing today. Just give me one, please. And I'll go ahead and knock it out now if I can. There have been some very tangible and kind of awesome effects on my marriage and also with my kids when they have things that they need and I don't keep putting them off. I tell them, hey, today's the day I can do that. I write it down and I do it. It reminds me of that verse in Ephesians chapter 6 where it tells fathers not to exasperate your children or provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I think what that text is saying is, if we tell our kids they need to take care of business, they need to get things done, they need to serve one another, but I'm always too busy to serve them, I'm always too stressed out to get important things done, that would be pretty frustrating to a child. It's been pretty cool to sit down and say, hey, today... I'm going to take care of that thing you need, and I follow through on my word, and I knock it out. And they get the benefit of that, but they also get to see what a disciplined life looks like. I sure hope this inspires you to give it a go. It's just one of those things that we've discovered this year in our family that just works. It works for everyone. It brings joy to everyone. And yeah, sometimes we don't want to do it, but the satisfaction of knowing that we can knock out any series of things if we space them out and we just get courageous in the morning has been really cool. Okay, so let's talk about something else here, something that I hope will help you. If you can combine these goals with journaling, there's an extra benefit. You see, sometimes you want to knock out a frog one day. It's just one of those annoying things, but it's not the right day for it. Maybe you want to get the oil changed in your car at the dealership, but today you're not supposed to go anywhere near the dealership. So you could put it there, 
but it would be a misplaced frog because it isn't convenient in any way to eat. We're not saying that it has to be inconvenient and you've got to go out of your way. What if we use a little bit of extra wisdom on this? Let me show you something that's really been helping. When I lay open the journal on a Monday, I have seven pages in front of me. They represent every day of the upcoming week. I'll sit there with Summer and we'll talk about a series of little things we want to get done this week that we're going to space out. But some of them only fit on certain days. So if I know that on Thursday I'm already going to Tyler for a dentist appointment, then I'll move forward in the journal to Thursday. I'll go ahead and label the days at the top and I'll write down that frog four days ahead of time. The frog on Thursday will be getting the oil changed in Tyler. The frog on Wednesday will be producing that research that I promised and sending it off to that friend. And I put it there on Wednesday because I know on that day there's nothing else going on and I'll have a lot of office hours available. So if we can combine the idea of seizing each day with a little bit of weekly planning, you may be able to go ahead and lay out a few of those frogs. I would be careful with this. I wouldn't tie yourself down all week. But you can take a few of those things that you think of. You're sitting there on a Monday thinking, if this is going to be a productive week, here's a frog I've got to eat, but I can't do it today. Today is it would be the worst day to do that. Well, before you forget that frog or put it off until it mounds up later, go ahead and pick a day that week where it will work. Write it down. When you get up that morning and you open up your journal, it's going to be sitting right there ready for you to attack. So that's been something that's really been working for Summer and me and the family. I hope this has been encouraging today. It's a revisit of an old idea, but it just seems to resonate with folks. And I wanted to show you how the progress was going and encourage you to give this a go. So have a great day. Do some wonderful things today, but don't forget to eat that frog. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.